I'm Matt, and this is Transformation Radio. Never letting go of you 
for our reading in the New Testament. And it comes from the book of Luke, chapter 22, verse 54, through chapter 23, verse 12. A brief commentary before we start reading here today. Jesus was immediately taken to the high priest's home, even though this was the middle of the night. 
the Jewish leaders were in a hurry. They wanted to complete the execution before the Sabbath and get on with the Passover celebration. This residence was a palace with outer walls enclosing a courtyard where servants and soldiers warmed themselves around a fire. Peter's experiences in the next few hours would change his life. He would change from a half-hearted follower to a repentant disciple and finally to the kind of person Christ could use to build his church. Sin, like cancer, has a way of growing if unchecked. I want you to notice the progression of Peter's denials. He denied knowing Jesus, he denied being one of his followers, and he denied even knowing what they were talking about. You know, sin has a way of spreading. As it does, the cover-up gets bigger as well. The time to get a grip on sin and its cancerous effects is in the very beginning, before it has time to multiply its poisons in your life. Better yet, kill it before it even begins. Confess your sins or your desire to sin to the Lord and ask His help to avoid Peter's mistakes. At His mock trial, Jesus in effect agreed that He was the Son of God when He simply turned the high priest's question around by saying, You say that I am. And Jesus identified Himself with God by using a familiar title for God found in the Old Testament, I am. The high priest recognized Jesus' claim and could accuse Him of blasphemy. For any other human, this claim would have been blasphemy. But in this case, it was true. Now, Herod Antipas was in Jerusalem that weekend for the Passover celebration. This was the uh, Herod who had killed John the Baptist, same guy. Pilate hoped to pass Jesus off on Herod because he knew that Jesus had lived and worked in Galilee. But Herod was not much help. He was curious about Jesus and enjoyed making fun of him. But when Herod sent Jesus back to Pilate, it was with the verdict of not guilty. Herod was the part Jewish ruler of Galilee and Perea. Pilate was the Roman governor of Judea and Samaria. Those four provinces, together with several others, had been united under Herod the Great. But when Herod died in 4 BC, the kingdom was divided among his sons. Archelaus, the son who had received Judea and Samaria, was removed from office within ten years, and his provinces were then ruled by a succession of Roman governors, of whom Pilate was the fifth. Okay, that's enough of a backdrop. Let's begin our reading today now in the New Testament. April 26th, the New Testament, Luke chapter 22, verse 54, through chapter 23, verse 12. So they arrested him and led him to the high priest's home, and Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat around it, and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, This man was one of Jesus' followers. But Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know him. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, You must be one of them. No, man, I'm not, Peter retorted. About an hour later, someone else insisted. This must be one of them because he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I don't know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly, the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. And Peter left the courtyard, weeping bitterly. 
the guards in charge of Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and said, Prophesy to us, who hit you that time? And they hurled all sorts of terrible insults at him. At daybreak, all the elders of the people assembled, including the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. Jesus was led before this high council, and they said, Tell us, are you the Messiah? But he replied, If I tell you, you won't believe me. And if I ask you a question, you won't answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated in the place of power at God's right hand. They all shouted, So, are you claiming to be the Son of God? And he replied, You say that I am. Why do we need other witnesses, they said. We ourselves heard him say it. Then the entire council took Jesus to Pilate, the Roman governor. They began to state their case. This man has been leading our people astray by telling them not to pay their taxes to the Roman government and by claiming he is the Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, You have said it. Pilate turned to the leading priests and to the crowd and said, I find nothing wrong with this man. Then they became insistent. But he is causing riots by his teaching wherever he goes, all over Judea, from Galilee to Jerusalem. Oh, is he a Galilean? Pilate asked. When they said that he was, Pilate sent him to Herod Antipas, because Galilee was under Herod's jurisdiction, and Herod happened to be in Jerusalem at the time. Herod was delighted at the opportunity to see Jesus, because he had heard about him and had been hoping for a long time to see him perform a miracle. He asked Jesus question after question, but Jesus refused to answer. Meanwhile, the leading priests and the teachers of religious law stood there shouting their accusations. Then Herod and his soldiers began mocking and ridiculing Jesus. Finally, they put a royal robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate, who had been enemies before, became friends that day. Like all I could see was the struggle Haunted by the ghost that lived in my past Bound up in shackles of all my failures Wondering how long is this gonna last? Then you look at this prisoner and you say to me, son, stop fighting a fight. It's already been won. Cause I am redeemed. You set me free. So I'll shake off these heavy chains and wipe away every stain. Cause I'm not who I used to be. Oh, I am redeemed. Oh, my life, I have been called on a word. 
voice of my shame and regret But then I hear you whisper, child, lift up your head I remember, oh God, you're not done with me Cause I am redeemed And he set me free Shake off these heavy chains and wipe away every stain. Cause I'm not who I used to be. I am redeemed. Oh, I don't have to be the old man inside of me. Cause his day is long dead and gone. Yes, I got a new name, a new life. I'm the same and a hope that will carry me home cause I am redeemed you set me free so I shake off these heavy chains and wipe away every stain cause I'm not farm i love you narine trey charles smile jesus loves you this is steve everybody in phase three i snore it's a big boo yee uh i'm here to uh shine like a light because of jesus and all that i do is for him so smile because he loves you Psalm 95, verse 1, to chapter 96, verse 13. Songs, shouts, gratitude, and praise erupted from those gathered to worship the Lord. While there are certainly many examples of stillness and silence in God's presence taught and illustrated in Scripture, there are equally as many examples of raucous worship. Both peaceful silence and enthusiastic praise are appropriate expressions of worship to our great God. A hardened heart is as useless as a hardened lump of clay or a hardened loaf of bread. Nothing can restore it and make it useful. The writer warns against hardening our hearts, as Israel did in the wilderness, by continuing to resist God's will. The Israelites have been so convinced that God couldn't deliver them that they simply lost their faith in Him. When people become so stubbornly set in their ways and their hearts are hardened, they find it impossible to turn to God. This does not happen all at once. It's kind of a slow fade. It's uh, the result of a series of choices to disregard God's will. If you resist God long enough, God may toss you aside like hardened bread, useless and worthless. Psalm 95, verse 1, through chapter 96, verse 13. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to Him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to Him. For the Lord is a great God, a great King above all gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth. 
and the mightiest mountains. The sea belongs to him, for he made it. His hands formed the dry land, too. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God. We are the people He watches over, the flock under His care. If only you would listen to His voice today. The Lord says, Don't harden your heart as Israel did at Meribah, as they did at Massa in the wilderness. For there your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw everything I did. For forty years I was angry with them, and I said, They are a people whose hearts turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So in my anger I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Praise His name. Each day proclaim the good news that He saves. Publish His glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things He does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of other nations are mere idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround Him. Strength and beauty fill His sanctuary. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory He deserves. Bring your offering and come into His courts. Worship the Lord in all His holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before Him. Tell all the nations, The Lord reigns. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. He will judge all peoples fairly. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and everything in it shout His praise. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees of the forest rustle with praise before the Lord. For He is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with His truth. Proverbs chapter 14, verses 5 and 6. An honest witness does not lie. A false witness breathes lies. A mocker seeks wisdom and never finds it. But knowledge comes easily to those with understanding.
you for listening. Have a wonderful day.